plantas que gastan? Para una enfermedad seria, usted iría a Don Chuy o a un doctor o a los dos. Would you, for a serious illness, go to a doctor or to Don Chuy or to both? Bueno, yo le tengo mucha confianza a Don Chuy. Cura cáncer. Todo. I'd go to Don Chui, she says. He's even cured cancer. I myself haven't had that illness, but I've spoken with people who have, and I'd go to Don Chui. He cures everything. Don Chui is one of the better-known curanderos along the West Texas border, but by no means the only one. In just about every Mexican or Mexican-American community, if you look carefully, you're almost certain to find practitioners of the art of healing called curanderismo. Today, some medical professionals are beginning to realize that this country's increasingly multicultural character calls for a deeper understanding of how other people view wellness and sickness. Native Americans, Southeast Asians, blacks, and other Hispanics, for example, each have their own healing traditions. The one practiced in the Southwest and other places goes back over 5,000 years. In the days of the Aztecs, the Mayas, the Toltecs, and the Zapotecs, invoking spiritual forces was part of the treatment for illness. Everyone knew a little about medicine, about the plants and roots that cure, about invoking spiritual forces to help a person get well. There were also many special healers, like the Testomani, who developed concepts about the ego and the psyche, the Tepatiani, who used massage for treatment, and the Tescopanine, the healer who used illusion or persuasion to cure. Later, when the Spanish came, they brought other theories of healing, derived from the Arabs and the Greeks, like the idea that the human body is composed of four elements, when one of these humors didn't have perfect equilibrium, sickness developed. What we call curanderismo today is a mixture of these and other traditions. Northern New Mexico is a land of mystique and magic. Here, the plains and mountains, los llanos y las montañas, have guarded its Hispanic and indigenous culture even to this day. Ultima came to stay with us the summer I was almost seven. <laughs> when she came, the, the beauty of the Llano unfolded before my eyes. And the gurgling waters of the river sang to the hum of the turning earth. And many times I would see Ultima returning from the Llano where she harvested the herbs that can be harvested only in the light of the full moon by the careful hand of a curandera. Mariola, plumajillo, poleo, yerbabuena, cota, maravilla, wormwood, yarrow, brookmint, spearmint, milkweed, Arizona poppy, Navajo tea. 
Sitting at the kitchen table of her small adobe home in Buena Vista, New Mexico, Doña Gabrielita Pino runs down a list of the herbs she harvests every summer. Doña Gabrielita's been gathering the wild medicinal plants here in the Mora Valley for over 60 years, just as her grandmother taught her long ago. Well, I started out when I was 20 or 21, because before there were no doctors here, only medicas, just lay healers. And in August, August 12th to be exact, I would go out with my grandmother to pick the herbs. And so I became a healer and a sobadora, someone who heals with massage. And I think I've had good luck because people who come to me come just once for their illness. Maybe it's that I have a good touch for massages. Doña Gabrielita keeps her curative dried herbs, her remedios.